This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. Today is Friday, May 14th, and let's talk about the weather. Well, we have an absolutely extraordinary weekend ahead. Uh, Temperatures getting up into the low to mid 70s, sunny skies, really perfect conditions for most of western Washington. So starting with today, looking at the satellite picture this morning, there's extensive low clouds offshore, very typical of the springtime. And some of those low clouds have pushed in along the coastal zone and into the Strait of Juan de Fuca into northwest Washington. Those clouds will burn back to the coast during the day. Uh, Temperatures here in Puget Sound and western Washington will get up into the low to mid-70s dry conditions. Cross over the Cascades and you have some real warmth. Temperatures in the 80s at least in some places like near the Tri-Cities will actually get into the low 90s. Now over the weekend, a ridge of high pressure will build over the region. So I expect temperatures to continue to to be quite warm, you know, substantially above normal mid-70s here in in western Washington, and again into the 90s in eastern Washington. That'll be true on Saturday and on Sunday. No precipitation. Along the coast, there will be low clouds. Each day, the clouds will be along the coast, and they'll try to move in at overnight. That's because we have high pressure offshore at low levels that's pushing the low clouds in. Now, the big change will start happening from Sunday to Monday, we should have a weak onshore push or a marine push on Sunday night, Monday morning. And I expect more clouds on Monday morning and temperatures dropping back into the 60s. But then the major changes occur. There's going to be a massive change in the configuration of the atmosphere as we get into next week. Instead of having a ridge of high pressure, there will be major troughing. And so that is going to bring a series of weak disturbances and finally stronger disturbances coming during the week. So I expect temperatures to slide back into the 60s early in the week and then even into the upper 50s as we get into later later in the week. Uh, I think a weak disturbance comes through Tuesday. The models are uncertain about Thursday through Saturday. Some indicate a fairly strong storm with, with notable precipitation. But in any case, this amazingly warm, dry period, which has been continuing for very, very long, will end next week. The models are pretty emphatic about that. Uh, We have had one of the driest springs on record. At this point, I don't see enough precipitation to really change that story. But it is possible that this may end up being the the driest early to mid-spring that we've had historically here in Seattle. Well, enjoy the weekend. It's going to be really pleasant and be ready for the clouds and I think some showers next week. Thanks for listening. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. Weather prediction is one of the most important technologies of our species. But how did it develop? Who invented modern weather prediction? 
The story is surprising in many ways, and I will describe it during the next two podcasts. Humans have been forecasting the weather since the dawn of our species, generally by looking at the clouds in the sky and signs of the surface for hints of the upcoming weather. There is actually modest skill in predicting for the next day or even two by looking around us. Ancient civilizations even wrote down some of this weather wisdom. For example, the Greek philosopher Theophratus, who was a student of Archimedes, wrote, If the breezes come from the east or south, rain is indicated. If from the west or north, cold weather. And even in the Bible, there's weather forecasting advice. In the book of Job, fair weather cometh out of the north. All of this makes perfect sense based on modern knowledge of weather systems. We have a low-pressure system, and bad weather is associated with winds from the south. That's where we get the moisture and the warmth. On the other hand, behind the system, in the northerly flow, which just tends to be cold, it tends to be dry as well. So there's great wisdom in these, these sayings. Now, there was other weather wisdom that was widespread in ancient times. Um, as an example, there were several versions of red sky at night, sailor's delight. And we know that if we have a beautiful sunset, that's often indicating good weather coming up. Because if we have red sky, that means there is some sun to illuminate things. And the sun has to be on the, on the western horizon. And in the mid latitudes, Weather comes from the west. So if the sun's in the west, that means there's no clouds there. That means the weather should be good the next day. There's a number, number of these sayings, but a lot of them make sense. Now, for the next one and a half thousand years, weather forecasting technology and weather forecasting skill essentially went nowhere. One issue was the lack of decent weather observations lack of thermometers or barometers or wind instruments. And also there was a lack of common scales, like the Fahrenheit scale, the centigrade scale. You can measure something, but to work with other people, you need a common scale. Those didn't exist. But things changed between the 1500s to the late 1700s. During that period, decent weather instruments were developed, like mercury barometers, or like uh, mercury and alcohol thermometers, to give you a few examples. And common scales, like Fahrenheit and the centigrade scale, were also developed. Now, with good weather instruments, taking weather observations became the rage of the technically minded. Weather hobbyists were all over the place. And there's no better example of that than the founders of the United States. George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Ben Franklin were avid, enthusiastic weather hobbyists who owned weather instruments and took weather observations daily, in some cases for decades. George Washington even took weather observations to the day before he died at Mount Vernon. Thomas Jefferson, he stocked up on weather instruments before uh, July 4th, 1776. And on that day, he took four temperature readings alone and took weather observations for decades into the future. Now, weather enthusiasts 
exchange weather observations by mail at that time. There was no other option. So putting together a picture of the weather situation in real time over a region was impossible. But it was Benjamin Franklin, who was a true scientific genius, that saw the real future of weather prediction. In 1743, there was an eclipse of the moon. Uh, during a picture in which a storm was moving through the Northeast United States. Now, Franklin, using information from his weather correspondence all over the, the United States or the future United States, concluded that the storm was moving to the Northeast. He could track where the clouds and where the winds were over time. And then Benjamin Franklin made a huge conceptual leap he suggested that if weather information could be communicated quickly enough, storms could be tracked in real time, and folks upstream of storms could be warned about upcoming inclement weather and weather changes. And Ben Franklin was right. But his vision would only be realized with the invention of the telegraph in the 1820s and its expansion in the 1840s. One of the first things that were done with, with, the, with the telegraph was weather prediction. The telegraph, coupled with a network of weather observations, enabled the beginning of scientific weather prediction. And that story is the one I'm going to tell you about in the next podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.